0: Hi
1: people, I'm Modoni, I'm Caroline, Diana, I'm Sally, and together we are S.O.S. Dadas! Dadas. (laughs) Hi Sally!
0: Can just believe it, how this new year is flying! Like, we are already in March. Why? So, soon we'll just have December. Please bear with the noise, it's in... kaweda by now. Yeah, so we're like we're near the airport, that so... means we're
1: going places. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like
0: that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> okay, fine. So, now this much we're going to deal with um, with meats that um are faced by the 21st century woman. Mm -hmm. like There's a lot of uh, things that you'll be told by the society because they expect you to behave in a certain way Mm -hmm. and as we discuss them, because you're calling them meat, we want to decipher truly, is that what God expects for you as a woman? And how do you cope with this? So probably to just give a random example before even... um, We start tackling the meat. Mm -hmm. I remember there's this lady uh, in church who kept asking me, "Um, when are you getting married? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I had a very good answer for her. Mm -hmm. Have you prayed? Generally. Have Mm -hmm. you prayed to God for me to get a husband? Mm -hmm. Because you see, if you don't have a rebuttal in regards to... And and I'm not saying a rebuttal that's rude. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. having an answer that's based on the truth, Mm -hmm. based on your identity and based on who God says you are... Mm -hmm you'll keep getting offended by what people are saying and it tends getting a lot of pressure and you act out of that pressure and you dishonor God in the end. So I'd like us to go through this. some of this meat. It's a two-part series. We'll deal with this through the month of um, March so today is the first podcast we're looking forward to having you next time in two weeks so we'll start with Sally and I'll read for you the myth that uh, I want you to deal with mm-hmm. and it says don't play your success till the man comes I have to shrink myself mm-hmm. to appear needy to make the man feel good about himself so Sally share with us an experience that an instance where you've experienced this how does it even make you feel as a woman? What I have you done you about
1: it? You. <laughs> That's wow. for sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, wow, like, even that statement, automatically, in my old self, I would say, I'd wake up to like, no, as in how, how is it possible, snap your fingers, I'm even snapping now, but now with more insight as I'm older. Um so how how does an experience or a given experience right yes. Yes. An example. when an example of how I've be, I've had to shrink myself or don't play, or don't success. play my success. Yeah. Uh b- I'll give both in my head and also practically. So um, and of course we're talking about guys. In as in, head. okay, yeah, in my head, like what <laughs> what in my head I would think of shrinking myself. You ah, know? okay, yeah, so. I'm trying to define shrinking because mm-hmm. shrinking is a word of I think of you know those kinds of sports. fabric, yeah. making it so small, making yourself smaller than you actually are. Not yeah. that I'm this great person, but you know, hmm. And it's in to guys, so I'd give a situation that happened to me uh, when. It's also with a guy, guy. Now people must be thinking I have 101 <laughs> guys who I am dating. No, but there's this, there's an actual date that I was asked to go on. And this guy happened to be, according to me, in my image at the time mm-hmm. for men and especially men in the religious field, because he was actually a pastor. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, wow. Okay. Man after God's own heart. Eh? Yes. You know, I was like, Whoa, whoa, wow. Pressure. Me, this crazy party girl who was all up and down, you know. In every party scene you can ever imagine in this town and globally, actually, internationally, <laughs> party man, it reached that level. The Lord be be the glory that I'm out of that. Um, but yeah, so I, I was going on a date for this with this guy who had asked me out, and he, he I can say, he kind of pursued because he was always just there. And I was like, fine, I'll go on a date with this guy. Um, and anyway, I need to turn a new leaf. So I was becoming a better Christian. So I yes. said, why don't we start with that? The Sister Lord has man. brought a pasta. The Lord has brought a pasta, straight mm-hmm. to the point. Mm-hmm. So I, I the date. I remember it was somewhere not far from. Yeah. Anyway, it was in town, and uh, we, we before the date. Of course, you know, as a chick, you're like, what, Now, what do I dress? What do I wear? Yeah. What do I, what Pretty do I surely. say? Preparation. So, of course, I was going to wear the longest thing that I had at the time, um, almost zero to one point five makeup, um, and <laughs> yes. and be very calm and collected, not to be my full self. Because I am a force to reckon with. I can be a bit loud. I do know myself. And so I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna be church girl. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be quiet. And again, this is now where I had to shrink. I saw myself shrinking myself because yeah, I was always is. like, I'm not gonna say the things that I usually say, I'm not gonna comment, I'm not gonna I'm just gonna be quiet and let him talk. Because mm. he has all the wisdom, right? He's a pastor, he knows all these things. So who am I to quote a verse? So I even thought of quoting verses, but I'm like guy <laughs> wow. say it wrong, during the <laughs> date. I reached there during the day. I think you're even googling how to be the a uh, pastor as well. I'm getting there. So I reached a point where I actually went on a full rampage because I also had anxiety issues. I'm still dealing with them. Like I reached a point, I'm like guy, what am I going to do? And it's like a few days to the date. So I remember calling Diana and also other friends asking, like, what should I wear, what should I do? So I was Googling how to be a, a pastor's wife. So thank God for Google, you can actually ask that question. And I didn't know where a wife came, so immediately I had to shrink myself from just being, going on a date to being a wife. Keep I skipped the whole dating and courting because I was like, this guy must be just looking for a wife. So let's just go to the wife. So let's not even be on a date. So let's not date and get to know each other, perhaps. Total... Era. Anyway, so I I went and researched, and I found out that you know, a pastors' wife has to sacrifice a lot. And I was like, Sally, you'll give up talking to people, you'll give up traveling, everything, which are things I love. And so I really had to... So that is the mindset. That was the mindset mm-hmm. that changed. That's how I was shrinking myself in my mind because I knew I was not good enough. I was mm-hmm. not just the way I am. He possibly would not like me just for who I am. Mm-hmm. And my experiences actually have made me a stronger person. But mm-hmm. I was like, sure, he would not want that. Yet, I know they're very cool pastors. I'm not saying pastors are always wanting this. I'm saying that um, more stories we tell ourselves and, and yeah. the perceptions that I thought. And also, again, where did I get this perception? Let's start there. Mm-hmm. The perception is from the media and from anyone saying, if you're a pastor's wife or if you're dating a pastor, you're dating somebody in in religious settings, you have to become this calm, quiet person. I'm calm at certain points, maybe when I'm sleeping, Mm. but um, (laughs) I'm calm I'm um, calm. Um, to the point whereby my personality—I'm very nurturing. I think. I think. Why am I saying that I am? Gosh, let me be humble. No, I—I I love developing <laughs> oh people, uh, and I love getting to just see somebody laugh and smile. It just makes my day. And so, um, I thought he would not appreciate that, uh, because again, I put him on. a pedestal Mm -hmm. i put him on that pedestal because this is who he is he's a religious guy why would Mm -hmm. he want a loud wife and a crazy wife who can just stand and start clapping when everyone is sitting Mm -hmm. so anyway um so that date happened and the most important thing of how i actually shrunk myself on another level was now also financially when it comes to my success now i've been driving um since i can remember and so yeah yeah since kind of kind of like university side so i had a car and i was mobile um i I was earning money i mean as i said i I got i finished university early when i was 19 and i started working i had full salary by the time i was 20 so i was working i could i could save and i had the whole financial thing going so i was not like getting this independence up your fingers but i was literally independent like i could actually i was actually independent and um, i thank god for that in all all its ways and and so i was thinking ah, for sure. And I knew as a pastor, you know, he may have a humble, humble beginning, <laughs> humble salary. <laughs> or not. And you know, or, or not at all. So I was like, let me, let me just not be that Person who's flaunting her success. This is, is these are things I don't believe so in right
0: do you, now. do you mean that you took a mat tattoo for the date, or what happened?
1: I actually, I actually did. Yeah. I actually took. You left I your car. I left my car. I actually left my car in the office, my office parking, yeah. um, and and took a mat to town, mm-hmm. and then. Walked. We walked. To <laughs> and it was a distance to the gate of the hotel, because the restaurant was not in your, in CBD. It was yeah. a bit out. So I had to walk, and it was not looking like a very sunny day. So I was like, you know, let me humble myself and enjoy the flowers of Nairobi CBD. You know, I was always, t- I've been telling, I was telling myself, what are they called? Like, stories you tell yourself so that it becomes true, to tell myself that, oh, let me just walk so to see that I'm humble, mm. that he sees that I, I, I don't have to. But telling a doesn't make
0: you arrogant. Exactly. So at the time,
1: so you see, at the mm. time, then I don't believe mm. that now. Oh, I do not believe Leave that now, girls be you. But um I, I totally was trying to downplay who I was because I didn't want him to feel uncomfortable. Mm. I didn't want him to feel that I was taking control or charge of mm. of since I've already said he's going to be the husband of him and the husband, you know. <laughs> and yeah. the narrative of the women being high maintenance. Right. Oh. There you go. So yeah. again, I was always I was also thinking like Maybe he thinks I'm too high maintenance or I'm so vain. The word is actually vain mm, cause, yeah. because I am now driving with my... It, gosh, it was a starlet that was down, given to me by my brother. All my siblings had ridden it. So now it was my turn to raid it. So it's not my car I had not even bought it, but I was mobile. Mm. So I remember I wore the most humblest thing. I, I talked the least in that date. Mm. Um, he talked all about himself. I mean... I, 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 that's also an issue, but anyway, <laughs> let me not dwell on him. A topic
0: for another
1: day. A topic for another day, but for me, I can say that I was more interested in how he's gonna perceive me than getting to know him. I actually didn't mm. take so much time to get to know him. I was like, mm. ah, he didn't even notice that I was humble. I didn't come with a There, <laughs> yeah, I tried so hard. I wore the, the longest thing in my closet, and at the time, I was not even in, in like, you know, trying purposely to um to, to, to outshine him or anything or to show anything, but I just really wanted to be to do to tick boxes. Mm. And I was more on ticking the boxes. So I guess that's a situation that I totally regret because at the at now currently looking back into it this is an opportunity for me to have made a great friend and mm. to have gotten to know him. Even if it was not in a relationship. Or maybe if it was. Mm. Um, I would have looked at it in a perception that um, it's better to have shown who I am at the beginning yeah. than to come later That's on true. and yeah. say, um, oh, this is who I am and he's like, But no, you're quiet. You're qu- mm. that is quiet. You Sally and- Yeah. Mm. I drive everywhere. Like if you can drive, drive. As in and so um not even just about the car, like just even my outlook on life. I'm the type of person who um, I'm, I'm 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 very I'll share, I'll keep quiet. I won't say, I will, sorry, I will not keep quiet. Gosh, I will say something as opposed to keeping quiet because I believe if you've said some silence is better, is, is worse than doing nothing. Mm. So I, I, I would be, I would be, I would look negatively to him if I was showing myself, which is wrong. So girls, show yourself. Be who you are, please. So actually,
0: my, my parting shot from Sally would be, um, how are you dealing with this right now in terms of even less successful financially man approaches sally today how are you taking it or have you had a recent date with someone that would perceive you more financially successful than they are and how are you handling it in your life
1: i'd say okay considering that i'm not alone in terms of the statement that most women are you know doing quite well i mean if we compare with our parents today as as a twenty first century woman um you know we actually it's not really a myth saying that twenty first women are not industrious are not successful it actually is true many of us are going out whether you're working for yourself whether you're um, working for somebody whether you're an entrepreneur whatever we're doing that and that's exactly I'm in that space where i had i was fortunate in my upbringing to be um, had the same advantages as any boy would um and 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 take it to the levels that I'm in now um so your question is how am I currently um uh, oh just repeat the question
0: If a man who's perceived as less um, financially successful approaches yeah, yeah. you, how are right. you dealing with it, and actually, if possible, if you have an example of how you've dealt with it, that would be really wonderful.
1: I think the most important thing is knowing who you are in Christ. I'd say that in a strong way. In this, why I say this is because when you know who you are in Christ, meaning from the source, meaning from God, I, I'm talking about the source. When you know who you are, you know your values. You know, you know um, what you're supposed to do on the planet. Because I believe each and every one of us were put on the planet to do something, male or female. So as a female, more so, um, the high call, highest calling you could have is actually being the authentic self that you are meant to be so if you're authentically yourself and you are living your life the way um god intended you to do of course discovering your purpose i believe that somebody will come into your life to align with where you want to go and so how you behave and how you respond and how they respond you can never control how somebody responds to us you. you can only control how you respond to yourself oh, yeah, so for true. me I've changed my image mm. of who I am mm. loving who I am for the way I am I'm very different from you Carol very different in terms of how I respond to things but that doesn't make you better and me less and that doesn't make even another guy who's quiet and me who's not quiet or um, who's not maybe outgoing and whatever lesser than you so appreciating more I think I appreciate people for who they are I take them as they are because when somebody especially I think for me my experience if a guy shows you who he is believe him and so with people also if somebody shows you who you are mm-hmm. believe them and take them as you are and the most important thing you're beautiful in the eyes of God I'm beautiful in the eyes of God and he's called me for for things that he wherever he wants me to go so it brings somebody in my life for that so I'm still waiting I'm still waiting on the Lord I'm okay. still waiting on the Lord for our man so yeah
0: thank you so oh much Sally so Absolutely. I want us to deal with myth number two Which Diana will tackle, it says, take what you get and just say to already, (laughs) like like, already already waiting for. What are you waiting for?
2: I know, right? I think our mothers and our aunties always go like, hey, what's the plan? What's the plan? What's the plan? Two years ago, I think to share an experience to handle that, I was Mm. in a situationship. (laughs) I'm calling. I've never been Mm -hmm. in a relationship, but I've, I've been in situationships. I like to call them that. And this situationship had dragged on for a while. In the middle of the situationship, what would be an eligible bachelor mm-hmm. appeared in my life? I and mean, I mean for all intents and purposes, tick 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 tick. Goes to church. You know goes to church and, in church. And loves the Lord. Like and for real, like this man is legit. Like he honestly was very legit and legit to the point. Took me on a date. Steady his intentions. You know those things you keep saying, I want a man to tell me what What he wants. Immediately, don't take me around in circles. Have a plan. (laughs) Have a plan for you, you know. Profess, protect, provide. PPP. PPP. So he ticks all those boxes and went on this date and he was... He even told his
0: family about you. Yeah,
2: the family (laughs) about me. They had been praying as a family together about me. So, I mean, everything... As a family. Yes, as a family. Wow. So... With everything, this thing lined up. I mean, of course, wouldn't this be of the Lord, right? Yeah. Um, I'm in a situation, surely, open your eyes to see what is in front of you. What it's supposed to look like. What it's Mm. supposed to look like. And we went on this date and he said his intentions, stated his history, and he's like, you let me know. And he was very patient, gave me a month to figure this out. A whole month. And it was a very long month for me because I was torn (laughs) between... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, Am I going to settle because it appears mm. to be what it is? I mean, right. this man already pandas you everything. Or am I saying no because of a rebound?
0: Mm-mm. You know, I'm,
2: yes. I, no, sorry. Am I going to say yes because I'm going to rebound because this situation ship is it's not working. working at all. And if I say yes, am I saying yes, just take what you have? This one is not working. Yeah. You know, he doesn't love you. This one loves you. Take what you have. Take the one who loves you. Yeah. Mm. And I was so torn. And I felt a lot of fast internal pressure. And mm. I felt a lot of external pressure to mm. take what you have. And it was such a difficult moment for me. And because I couldn't make a decision, I had to let it go. And I was very honest with him. I told him, honestly, I have to let you go. And it wow. doesn't make sense. I, I just can't say yes to your proposal. Mm. So. And, and looking back now... Mm. Even though I was confused because mm-hmm. of my situation,ship yeah. and him coming, mm. it was the right thing to do. Mm. He's an amazing man, but he wasn't the amazing man for, for you. Mm. And 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 for me, that has taught me, even sometimes when saying no doesn't mean that. You know this scarcity mentality. Why well, there's only one man for you? If you say mm. no, he's not going to appear. And I think for me, I you struggle that the older you get, you struggle with that a lot. Mm. And even um, looking back now, I mean, I've, I I was on a date a couple of. You know months months ago I yeah think, yeah and how are you all getting dates man <laughs> seriously <laughs> I want a to go on a date. Uh. Did, did you hear me a couple of months ago not a few weeks ago in it so and for all intents and purposes amazing guy mm-hmm. right Yes. he was an amazing mm-hmm. guy and I I was actually quite excited no no first for a whole month I didn't say yes then I'm like okay fine let me say yes <laughs> I wasn't playing her to get. I just didn't think he was serious. Oh,
0: okay. Or you yeah. know that he wasn't putting effort. <laughs> effort. I was
2: okay. like, you know, as in, yeah. So finally, we go on this date, which I thought was an amazing date. I th- honestly, I had a good time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just say after that, <laughs> it's it's it didn't work out. And for me, I didn't feel like I'm, I've lost. And I think, mm. looking back, because when you learn to say, to say no, mm. when when the yes shall come, you will know it. Mm. So say that again. Say that again. <laughs> When you've learned to say no, when the yes come, you'll know it. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes wow. we feel we have to say yes to every relationship because we need experience, or what if it's the one? Right, right. But once mm-hmm. I learned to say no, then I'm beginning to know. I'm like, when God will say yes, I will respond. Oh. Drop my. So yeah. So so for me, honestly, it helps me deal with the my current situation. I mean, there are things I'm still struggling with, you know. But definitely, it has helped me go like, when you know. You will know. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And probably just to chime into what Diana is saying, I I remember when I was working in a certain company, my colleagues kept asking me because before I got married, I was single for, oh my God, like all my adult life, for like seven years. Because the last time I was in a relationship was in when? I even can't remember, 2010. And they started dating my husband in 2016. So I was single. For seven years. Mm. And and people in my company kept telling me, they knew first of all, I'm I'm a believer and I'm very committed to Christ and I go to church and I serve. And they kept telling me, Carol, what you're looking for does not exist. Exactly. So and and mm. people would even bring boys who, who are their friends and introduce them to me boys. and tell me, yeah, my friends would bring <laughs> their boys. Not, not to, not to men. Men. their boys, boys. yeah. <laughs> would we'll bring them to me and then tell me, but you know, Carol, what you're looking for does not exist. So take what you're being given yeah. and i remember interestingly i had even mentioned to god i do not want a man who chats me t h s to mean thanks Sex. and Sex. g yeah. g d n i to mean goodnight. good night you know age. like for me i'd say please uh, god i do not want someone even who types shorthand i was very very specific on that Sex. And to hear, it to annoy. No, no, like it's Carol. really
1: annoying. Like anyway she goes like, "What is this guy texting drama. me?"
0: Not even just a guy, for me, even a woman. I'm yeah. like, surely, 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 please write well. There's so many letters on your. Yeah, what are you trying to say? It. energy to type? Yeah. So like, and I remember, I you, I and and when you know, really, God has spoken into something. Yeah. Like really, you do not have to doubt. Where my husband came. Mm. By the way, like. No, I get annoyed at him correcting my English. <laughs> <laughs> she God, has been humbled exceedingly, abundantly. Yeah, yeah. It's usually like huh? That's not correct. And I'm like, like there's a time I was I used to keep I consistently used to say when he started dating, "that too shall pass away." Then he's like, "pass away is to die."
1: <laughs> <laughs> correct.
0: Fresh should be that too shall pass. pass. You know that constant correction it gets into you but remember I asked, God, it? Eh? Yeah. So I just had to deal with my insecurities for why are you cons- consistently correcting me. Yeah. Anyway, we can go over and over about my stories. Mm-hmm. I want us to move to Mudoni. And Mudoni there's this statement that I think all of us have had it here including me who is married. I've had it even in marriage. Your biological clock is ticking. Mm-hmm. Get married or get a baby. How mm-hmm. <laughs> are you dealing with that, my sister? Huh? You know, it's funny. This was
1: more of an internal pressure than family. Mm. Mm. I'm very grateful that my mom never gives me pressure. Mm. I, have an, I have aunties who've tried, and I just look at them as a man. Mm-hmm. But when I turned 30, it clicked. Mm. And I think for me, it was a hard 30. And because I looked around, and I realized... Uh, Every person that I was in uni with that we still hang out, mm-hmm. have a child, they're married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're also moving on to their second child. I'm not even dating. <laughs> I haven't been found yet. I'm actually, I'm actually wondering, were aren't you concerned that all of us were single? <laughs> no, I don't know why at that time I was okay with it because... But you see, now we were doing baby reunions. Like, oh, would go, yeah. yeah. so go visit their kids. So when we go visit their kids... The, the narrative and i don't blame them the narrative is what is happening right now mm. and right now is that is your baby sleeping through the night mm. oh have you thought about schools yet so you check in and you have literally no content to mm. add you are happy mm. for them mm. of course you're happy for them you're excited for them and this is all ha- and and they look at you so mother mm-hmm.
0: what's the plan
1: what's going on who are you and they don't mean it in a bad way but it checks in To the point, I started thinking about you know maybe I should start finding facilities that freeze eggs, (laughs) and I realized no seriously Mm. because like yeah in the country and how much it would cost and where you'd go and I even found like a youtube link telling us you know the quality of your eggs as you at this age will be different and you're looking at yourself at 30 and you're like okay if no if by the time i date somebody it probably might take like you know two years Mm -hmm. and then but then but then before we start thinking about kids another whatever i could be 34 yeah Mm -hmm. i'll be 34 and i'm like how many kids do? How will my eggs handle this Considering thing then? The value mathematically. The exactly. Value and then you're thinking about <laughs> that I've eaten junk food, I've done what? Yeah. I've really ruined the quality by my lifestyle. And it's just like, maybe I need to freeze them now and then the pressure will reduce. So by the time, you know, I'm found, I, pick your I'll just go pick up my eggs and see what happens. And you know, this mm. thing about IVF shows up, this thing about surrogacy, and you just literally freaking out mm-hmm. and this was all internal pressure mm-hmm. and then again like my, my theme for the whole of 2018 and what I'm also trying to adapt in 2019 is keep calm mm-hmm. God has you you mm-hmm. know that's a t-shirt right there but that's honestly because like if I'm, I'm a victim of anxiety and we cancel that like I don't want to be that person mm-hmm. but this pressure was on myself mm-hmm. It wasn't anybody coming to me, telling me this, you, should, you, should. you know? I used to hate going to weddings because I'd be like, what's happening? I want it to be me next, you know? Mm. And you look at, but the people you, you're picking, you know, who are seeking you out, you look at them, I don't want to have a child with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't even want to get married. I don't even too. want to get married yeah. with you, like, I mean, to you. Uh, how, how is this going to work? Like, I know it's forever and ever. How are we going to make this work? You know, I mean. something like my parents, the way they love each other, the way they play. So if it's, I'm going to follow the biological clock, then I'm in trouble. But that doesn't sound like something I want to deal with forever and ever.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: if I wait and things work out, everything, you know, will just basically mm. work out. Yeah. So I just needed to like, literally just tell myself, chill. chill. Yeah literally chill we're not freezing mm, eggs mm, mm. um okay it's not for me i don't think that's what i want to do um yeah i'm, I'm, I'm just waiting
0: waiting upon god waiting upon god and, and the reality is that sadly you're feeling that pressure and you probably think you're feeling that pressure more when you're single when you get married it gets doubled no you have a husband no people are asking me Carol. You're not pregnant. Are you serious? <laughs> it doesn't oh, end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No it doesn't end. It doesn't end. Every cycle okay. continues. It, it doesn't end. My husband is the best. Is. He keeps telling me, let them continue giving pressure. The sleepless nights, are ours. The child, them and Jane, is theirs. Yeah, we yeah. will get a child when we want. Exactly. And, and it goes back yeah, to you know, the one reality of, one. yeah, yeah. And I'm like, if God, please, you want to surprise me the child, it's fine. Yeah. But I'm not going to fall into the pressure for... I want to have a child now because I'll be 50 G when they are aware I'll be mm. 50 when they're in primary school. And and I keep remembering, please, the biological clock that we're talking about should be Sarah's yardstick. Mm, yeah. Sarah had a baby when she was like even the Bible says Abraham was almost dead. So <laughs> truly, yeah. truly, Sarah was barren for those many years. Mm. But God still gave her a child. So Correct. I'm like I am still in my thirties. Please give these girls a break. Mm. Yeah,
1: and and also uh, something else about that story that I make it, you know, I find to be very interesting. What impatience does to us? (gasps) Yeah, the drama. Mm. I mean, she knew she was going to get one. It was going to happen. But she didn't believe it. So plan B. Plan B. (laughs) What was plan B? People getting
2: a second wife. Yeah. For her husband, she went out. Controlling another
1: mm-hmm. woman's we, manufacture. We, we, we live in a society where we don't want to hear things about Klandes mm. and things like that. And then I am yeah. willingly, <laughs> as first willingly lady,
0: offer.
1: as first lady, I am yeah. handing over my husband. You're That's right madness in. to me. Yeah. So something else I said, started now realizing that in that pressure, sometimes you go above and beyond yeah. and you snap.
0: Mm. You know,
1: mm. some things you look back and you go, like, did what I? Was that, that was me. Yeah. I did that. Mm. What madness? Because mm. at the end of the day, everything is going to be okay. Yeah. And if it's not okay, it's not at the end yet. At the end? Mm. Yeah. So when you look back and you go, that girl, that foolish girl, what was she thinking? Mm. You know, mm. by trying to f- hasten these steps mm. and everything is supposed to happen at the right time.
0: Yeah. Or mm. yeah. mm. well, probably like now to wrap up the session. Like we've talked about success, and we've talked about the biological clock and just take whatever you have to settle down which also are still related to the biological clock so my wrap up and my takeaway for this would be let's remember that as women that God has created us to thrive and to shine Mm. so let no one make you feel that you deserve less than what God has created you to be And at the end of the day, even when you talk about success, you being successful financially, even your career, or even in your business, God has given you gifts. He did not give us these gifts to sleep on them. Mm. He gave us these gifts for us to use them for his glory. So you have to remember that. Imagine where that man will find me, he'll find me succeeding and thriving as the Lord has placed me. Preach. And in regards to even the i'm worried about oh will i have children in my late 30s let's remember that god is a covenant keeping god if he's giving you that desire and truly it's his plan mm-hmm. imagine like sarah he'll give you s 90 and you don't have to worry you just have to wait upon god yeah so it's been real i really can't wait for us to go through the next but- set of meets yay! yay so you guys um thank you so much for listening um remember to find us on youtube on uh, facebook and even on instagram And also I would like to thank Billy Black, our super producer, for being so awesome and so patient with us. Um, Till next time. Bye. Bye.